This is Tuesday, August the 1st. You have a difficult time believing there is evil in the world? I do. By nature, I want to trust people. I want to trust everyone. And when I meet someone of ill will, I have to admit I'm surprised, I'm shocked. But Jesus wasn't. There's an interesting comment that the Apostle John made earlier in his gospel account about Jesus. He said, But Jesus, on his part, did not trust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. That's John chapter 2, verse 24 to 25. What John is trying to say is that Jesus knew the stuff that we're made of. He wasn't naive, nor was Jesus paranoid. He was informed, he knew, and that impacted the way he related to people. He didn't withhold himself from people. He was always risking himself for the life of the world. But he didn't expect people to be more than they were. And he didn't entrust himself to handlers. He also told his disciples when he sent them out, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. That's Matthew 10, 16. I think that's a good posture for us to take with people today. Now, here's our text for today. John chapter 15, verse 19 to 20. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me... They will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. Now, in the training of his disciples, Jesus has an immense challenge of helping his disciples to see that they're different from the world and that they are to be different from the world. Now, the world here is not talking about the planet or the natural world. Jesus is speaking about the system, systemic evil that grips the people of the world. Notice that Jesus, well, he doesn't name names or mention political parties, though there were political parties at his time. He could rail against Herod or against Rome or even against the corrupt priesthood of Israel or the Sadducees or Pharisees, and no one would fault him. It would all be true, but it would miss the point. Paul, the apostle of Jesus, says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against spiritual forces at work in the world. The apostle John explained to the church what the world entails. He said, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but from the world. That's John, 1 John 2.16. Now, yes, this is how we see the systemic evil embedded in our world, the way it affects us and drives our lives. So Jesus says that the world, that system driven by evil that has people's hearts in its grip, will hate you if you stand with him, in the same way that Satan hated Jesus and sought to destroy him from the start. But notice that Jesus doesn't tell his disciples to hate the world back. That's not our calling. The disciples will end up doing what Jesus did. 
giving their lives to bring gospel freedom to the world. So we need to say from the start, our relationship with the world is tricky. We live here. Our feet are planted on solid ground, the same ground everyone else's feet are anchored to. There is so much we share in common with everyone that inhabits this planet. But at the same time, Jesus tells us that we're no longer bound up with the world. We are united with Jesus, and therefore to the purposes of God to bring his redemption here on earth, his will here on earth as it is in heaven. As with Jesus, there's going to be a cost. It's going to hurt. And that's why Jesus picks up in this section of text we are looking at today, reminding the disciples that the servant is not greater than the master. Indeed, the servant inherits and bears what belongs to the master. We share in the inheritance of Jesus. We also share in the persecution that Jesus receives as well. This is a deep truth with discipleship. It is captured in an ancient hymn from the early church that said in part, if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. That's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. Yes, our life is all with him and in him. Okay, let's make an application to know how to live this. First, we remember that we are disciples of Jesus, bound up with him in everything, ready to share in the mission of the Father to bring light to darkness, ready to love our neighbors and to live in the truth of Jesus. And remember that the gospel begins with, for God so loved the world that he sent Jesus. But second, at the same time, we cannot become like the world. Returning to 1 John chapter 2, the world is passing away with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Let's pray. Father God, sometimes we do not feel comfortable in our own skin. Sometimes we feel too comfortable. Remind us today that we are in Christ and that we bear his grace and mercy in the world right here where we live. We pray in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. 